I'll start this one this time around. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Ruben, you always start this. You always start the man. It's my turn. You started the last couple. I you think. always. You always got to take it over, man. You t- you, you just That's t- really bugging me, yeah, man. I know. I know. You did. That's bugging. You me. started the last two, though. I think, right? No, I think you did. So welcome. We're here today to talk about pet peeves. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Upright Citizens. We're already here bickering. This is our negativity episode. We try to keep everything positive on the up and up. But today, we're going the other way around. There we go. (laughs) This is Welcome to the Upright Citizen Pet Peeves episode. And I promise we'll just do this one time. Uh Maybe we won't promise, but, Uh you know. What do you think, Ruben? There's a lot out there. You know, as you you say, we always keep it so positive. It's all right to get a little negative. I mean, I don't know. It's not really negative. We're just, you know, voicing our opinions and our thoughts, right, as we always do right exactly but anyway here we are amen um (laughs) anyway so we have to maybe a little disclaimer here yeah we're talking about some pet peeves these are our own personal pet peeves from the base chair Mm -hmm. and we'll you know all these opinions are not indicative of open studio who sponsors (laughs) this great podcast (laughs) they are completely the opinions of ourselves (laughs) okay right right but anyway well the ruben you got a great point here for your first pet peeve um you should go first uh should i okay well here i am Musicians who don't check out the music beforehand, even though they've been given, you know, Apple opportunity to check it out, MP3s or whatever, wave files, whatever, PDFs, yeah. all this, and then MIDI files even. Oh, yeah. Man, so okay. so much in the 21st century to prepare for, you know, a hit, and then they show up mm-hmm. to the gig or the rehearsal. And hadn't even checked out any of it. Oh my gosh, I'm telling you. Unconscionable. Oh, I just don't understand. It really, really, really upsets me. It really upsets me. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, and, and I feel like it's, it's happened time and time again. I mean, I remember as a youngster, I used to, I used to be that, that culprit, but not, not, not since it's, been, it's gotten so easy to prepare for a gig. I mean, yes. I, mean yeah. I even prepare without a bass as much as I can. You know, I have a gig uh-huh. happening in a few days, and I haven't had a bass, you know, with, with me for the past few days. I'm still checking out the music, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So, I don't know. Yeah. Is that the same, you know, experience you've had? I mean, we've talked about this before, but, you know. Yeah, this is a pet peeve we definitely share. <laughs> and, you know, not to get too into the weeds, but there's mm-hmm. different levels of how much you say check check out the music it doesn't mean you have to have everything memorized no, no. or completely be burning mm-hmm. through it but you should know you should find the any problem spots or any main vibes mm-hmm. you know whatever is coming through on the music that you really need to know about before you get there right um and it seems to me it's the pet peeves episode it seems to me drummers are the biggest culprit hello to me just be- i can't stand when a drummer gets on the gig and they're like okay what's the feel what's the feel on this one again <laughs> What's the feel? Can you sing the beat? I'm just like, man, are you serious? Like, and some of my favorite drummers have done that too. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a pet peeve of mine. And uh, yes, exactly. With all of the options to check out the music beforehand these days, mm. um, you should. Yeah. And that kind of leads me to another. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip ahead on our bullet points uh-huh. here because we're always so organized. Hello. But this one is kind of you know we always come up with our own points and things like that. And uh, this one kind of crossed over. And for me, it's showing up late. <laughs> being unprepared or dressing inappropriately. And I've brought this up before on previous podcasts, I'm sure. But showing up late, being unprepared, that unprepared is part of not knowing the music or mm. not checking out the music before. There you go. Or being really, I mean, you could check it out and still suck at it. You, you should at least be able to get through you know, to a certain level. But don't be late. Always be early. I, you know, when 
it does happen a lot and mm -hmm. um there are even people i like playing with that show up late but i gotta say it bugs me yeah right it bugs so me are you... if somebody shows up you know like go ahead is this what you, say? you know is this a gear towards the drummers is, again huh all of this uh, maybe I shouldn't be a, maybe I'm oversharing. So all my drummer friends out there, I love you. Keep calling me. <laughs> no, I mean, no. No, it it's not drummers. No, it could no. be drummers anybody. Seem to, uh, in my opinion, they seem to be a little bit more um, uh, apt to get there early. Right. Just, I think probably because they just have more stuff yeah, to yes, set up. True. Do you know what I mean? True, so true. I don't see a lot of drummers being late. Right, right. Thinking about singers. Hello. Uh, Hello. Probably thinking about singers a little bit. And that's usually who's hiring me for stuff like look that at, so. look at that you know bob is just calling out people today anyway <laughs> <laughs> but hey wh while we're on drummers and and the like let's let's talk mm -hmm. about sonic territory right Ooh, you know yeah. sonic territory uh bass territory since we mm -hmm. are a bass centric podcast mm -hmm. um the volume of your bass drum drummers or mm -hmm. piano players playing the low register that's always mm -hmm. going to be a pet peeve of, of a bass player or just not, Definitely. you know, just, just not being sensitive enough to realize when things are clashing or a bit, you know, just, you know, not nuanced enough to, to, to make, make the music better. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. uh, and when, when I say bass drum for, for, uh, for um, drummers, uh, whether you're, you're feathering too loud, because usually if, you know, if you're feathering the bass, you know, on all fours or whatever, it can mm -hmm. ge generally affect the, you know, what's happening with the tempo, with the bass, um, mm -hmm. or if you're playing, you know, non kind of, I guess, uh, groove music that's not regimented with a certain kind of bass drum beat, uh, mm -hmm. it, it, it can definitely also interfere with the timbre of the, of, of the bass, you know, trying to, you know, navigate through the music. So I'm just being mindful. Sure. Y'all being mindful. Same things as I said with the, with the piano, just knowing your sonic lane, knowing your sonic lane. I'm not saying, and, and, right. and I'm not, you know, this is, this is just very situational as always, as we always say, Absolutely. It's not but, always, but yeah. being mindful of, of, of how you affect the music in, 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 uh, as referring to the piano and the, where the range that you play, especially playing bass notes with, with the bass player mm -hmm. or doing that or, or trying to, you know, <laughs> you know, outline a chord and, and, and hit a bass note when it was like, yo, I'm actually not. Well, something that. that comes up, and we were just talking about this a minute ago too, is that if that sonic territory or that low end is kind of inhabited or over exaggerated or whatnot, not a lot of people know this, but us bass players, we might not be able to hear the pitches that we're playing, right? Especially on upright, where it needs to be. You know, if we're playing without a fretted instrument, we're really trying to hear our intonation, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, if if things are loud and in that same sonic space, it's really hard to hear yes. those pitches yeah. and to play in tune. Yeah, and uh, that has happened more than once oh, yeah. to me personally. It's I I know that you were just sharing a story about that happening too. You know? I mean, so, well, this goes on to another pet peeve. Uh, you know, I I wrote here bombastic sound checks. <laughs> oh. sound mm -hmm. checks where you actually are not very mindful of others right you're not mindful yeah. of that other people i have to actually um test the instrument check it out and i understand a lot of times especially when you're traveling you're mm -hmm. you're not seeing the instrument but right there a couple hours before the gig and you're like excited to get on it test it and see what it what it, how it sounds or whatever 
Of course. And and this is for everyone, right? Usually, especially for the rhythm section players who who generally, at least jazz uh, players, don't generally travel with their instruments when we're flying and, and whatever. So, um, and I've uh, the story I, I was sharing with Bob for our listeners is that uh, just the other day I. I, 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 it was a, it was a rough sound check, and I, I couldn't quite get the pitch. We didn't have that much time, and the rhythm section players were really digging in, trying to, and I didn't really have that much time to even get a good tuning. And mm. actually, this was a special situation. It was TV, so even like the the crew, everyone was so on, like time alert, and they were like, "Okay, well, y'all yeah. need to get off the stage, get off the stage, because we have a call," and, and it was mm. just really yeah. tense situation. Um, sure. but I, I just didn't, I didn't feel comfortable because it took such a long time to even get, you know, I was playing electric bass too. And it was just like a lot. And, uh, if, if somehow, I guess I could have spoke up a little bit more <laughs> and said like, sure. guys, can sure. you just give me like two minutes so that I make sure that, that I'm actually in tune with every one of you and then we can continue this. But I, I, I was just going to ask, do you think yeah. that the other musicians had any clue that you were dealing with that as a result? Of um, the piano player, I think, did a little bit because he was having the piano was also not great in tune, greatly in tune. So he was really looking gotcha. like, is anybody coming to pick to tune this? And <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot, you yeah. know, um, mm -hmm. and, you know, come to find when I did listen to it, I listened back to it just a couple of days ago. Sure enough. I was out of I was oh, no. a couple of that tune that what I thought was out of tune was out of tune. I just didn't have but anyway, just being yeah. mindful even as a bass player also being able mm -hmm. to get to the venue as early as possible or do whatever it takes to get your your thing together so you're not in the way of others also. You know what I mean? I'm not Amen. this is that's just something uh we need to be mindful of and and um to make the, yeah, the music situation. Just, you just mentioned too for mm -hmm. the sound checks. You know, mm -hmm. like uh, before the show actually begins, doing the sound check. And I really like this. I'll never forget you brought this up as far as like you like to get to the sound check before anybody else. So if, if I you can. can hear the bass, if you can. If I can. And I've I've made a point of doing that my own self since you brought that up. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. You can get there, get comfortable, chill, get your sound, you know, right. feel the bass out if it's a bass du jour or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. figure that out. But the um, sound checks, yeah, bombastic sound checks for sure. But then actually when the gig starts too, Hello. you know, if you're on stage with people that have knobs, <laughs> if anybody out there has a knob, Forget it. <laughs> and you've already sound checked, don't mess with that knob, <laughs> you know? Uh, so it's too many keyboard players. And this is just, you know, like y'all all know about this already. Any guitar player, keyboard players out there, y'all already know. Uh -huh. You turn up. Bass players do that too. You turn around, you turn up the volume knob. You know, I can't leave us out of that. I've definitely done that when it's hard to hear on stage. But when we do that, we start to engage in the, you know, like the volume wars well, on stage. You, you know, you know, talking about the volume, what actually I think is the most dangerous is mm -hmm. turning up your monitor. Ooh, when folks turn yes. up their monitors. Oh, and the sound folks hate that too. And yeah. so you're 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 always checking with the monitor, and they're boosting, they're boosting, and actually it's it's to make yourself comfortable, not realizing it's also affecting the person next to you, right? For sure. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We yeah. all have to find a way to to make it get it comfortable. I, I'm not saying that you don't want to do that, but it's affecting at least in acoustic music. You're you're like affecting the whole. Yeah. The more you more you think just of, of yourself, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, and and I, I I I've noticed that a lot. You know, I notice that a lot. And the more people, and I'm 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 always amazed. Like uh, piano players, most piano players, a lot at least half the piano players I play. It's like two different two different worlds. One, they always want more. They always want more. And then there's others who don't want anything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm always yeah. amazed. You know, like the two different ways of thinking. Like, how does how is that? You know, um, but let's be yeah. mindful of that volume also. That's what I'm saying. Not just the ones that we can control ourselves. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Great point. Great point. Yeah. And just uh, you know, to piggyback too, really quick, you mentioned acoustic music. So if you're on stage with a bunch of acoustic instruments, mm -hmm. the stage volume shouldn't be that loud. Yeah. Usually. There's no reason for that. You know, just in general, the lowest amount of volume on stage, I think, is going to work the best mm -hmm. for everybody to be being able to be heard. Yeah. Well, All right. Huh. You've got one that kind of threw me off here, <laughs> and it's over-exaggerated cues, <laughs> and it kind of sounds like a personal thing. It's a pet peeve episode, but yeah, it's, what's it's up? Very, what, what are you thinking? Over-exaggerated cues. What are your uh, thoughts on that? It's very, very personal, and it's <laughs> does it, uh, it's, hey, why? Uh, hey, hello. It's our podcast. We can talk what we want to talk about. Say what we want, man. Yeah. I, 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 I look at it this way, Bob. I, I, I think it's it's part of the whole presentation. Okay, uh, sure. what people see, what they experience. You know, it's all a lot of it is visual, sonic, obviously, but it's also visual. Sure. Um, yeah. I guess I've I've run a gamut of playing with you know so many different kinds of groups and leaders. Been extremely privileged to play with some really sensitive musicians, also you know very mm. smart and you know intelligent you know and, and looking at the big picture. Mm. And I think the ones that make the most subtle cues, when I say cues, like okay, we're getting ready to go back to the top. Um, uh, my solo is about to end. Let's go on to the next solo. Uh, mm -hmm. um, you know, whatever. Take it to the bridge. You know, all those kind of cues. That's what we're talking about. Um, it's yeah. a lot of times if it's like a piano, you know, situation or an instrument where everyone can visually see each other. Uh, mm -hmm. um, I can even say, I'll point out one one time, uh, one musician, Joey Alexander. Probably the youngest musicians I've ever played with. He's a great pianist. I mean, I think at the time I was playing yeah. with him, he was maybe 15 years old. Uh, wow. Yeah, protege, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, Beautiful. Prodigy? Yeah, prodigy. That's prodigy. what it is. You. Yeah, <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Hello. Somebody's prodigy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he, he would never say anything or whatever. He wouldn't, he would, his, his cues were in his eyes. Wow. Cool. Right, his cues were in eyes. He wouldn't. He would nod his head or whatever. He'll just look, you know. And and I would. And I was. I found that to be incredible for such a young musician to have that kind of wisdom and and kind of trust. Also, it's just like well, you know. And and also, a lot of musicians know how to do the cues musically, right? You yeah, know, definitely. If they know how to just do it musical, it, you don't. You don't need anything else, right? So I guess I've also been, you know, on the other end where people are waving, waving their hands all over the place. Let's go to the top or, or to <laughs> the sure. bridge, you know, that's yeah, said exactly. actually, you know, and then I'm like, no, here you here you no. <laughs> oh yeah, uh huh, yep. Now don't get me wrong. There's sometimes that you 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 uh you might need that, right? I get that. There part. could be an element of excitement on the yes. stand too, doing stuff like that. Right. You know, I could see, you know, like 
I could imagine, you know, like Ray Brown calling somebody out, like, here we go, here we go, saying yeah. something. Do you know? Well, like, that, that was, cue. that's different also. I mean, that's, that's, some, that's, that's Ray Brownisms, you know, without that, what <laughs> kind sure. of trio show, show would that be? But uh, yeah. um, I don't know. <laughs> sure. I, as I said, it's a pet peeve of mine when it's over-exaggerated, I guess, you know what I mean? Definitely. Um, now, you know what, who I think really has the, uh, the exact, uh, the cues together in general, and I'm just going to generalize because here we are, mm-hmm. uh, singers. Singers generally tend to have a good a, a good handle on that, like as far as like having little cues in their hands or putting up a finger behind their back. And I'm not talking about the middle one, you know, like talking about moving on. <laughs> right, right. You know, like mm-hmm. a little, here we go, just something subtle because they're very much, they tend to be, and again, I'm generalizing, sorry, but they tend to be a little bit more visually oriented yeah, yeah. than us. Yes. You know, singers, they're, they're, there's so much more of a visual aspect to what they do. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot that be, can be gleaned from that, I think. So, wow. Um, All right. Yeah, but I love that. They over-exaggerated cues. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a thing. I'm going to move on to ne- my next pet peeve. Uh-oh. And it also has to do with, like, um, non-musical, uh, not, it, it has to do with poor stage communication. It's mm. what I'm trying to say. Okay. People that do the opposite, perhaps, of what you just ex- uh, used uh, Joey Alexander as an example for. Mm-hmm. People that have their eyes closed the entire time or don't have any uh, visual communication. Mm. Body language, if they're not moving hmm. at all. Right. If they're, fang- if they're staying like a tree on stage, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, there are great musicians that do that. I'm talking about my own pet peeves. If I'm looking at, say, the piano player and the piano player is just sitting there. Yeah barely moving and of course nobody can see our <laughs> over exaggerated moves here on zoom right. but if somebody's just sitting there with their eyes closed and doing their thing and not moving but the music doesn't quite reflect that visual mm. that makes me start to wonder and get in my own head and perhaps it's my own problem but <laughs> you know mm. it gets me in my head thinking about okay is that person perhaps have something else going on or like they not feeling what's going on what's what's happening and i I don't think that I need to be thinking like you, that. You know you what? Know? You know what's funny? I, I, just the same story I was saying about the sound check. Uh, I had, uh, I wasn't feeling well at all that day either, right? Yikes. It was, mm-hmm. it was, and we had a long, we had a pretty lengthy sound check, and I wasn't feeling well. My stomach was hurting me. You know, mm. I was like feeling a little queasy. I wanted to just get off and just just lay down for a yeah. second. And um, you know, the drummer said kept kept on saying well he said a couple times he's like you know i don't know if the music is good because 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 rumors and smiling rumors and smiling right i mean <laughs> rumors smiling i'm like and i was like <laughs> but i didn't realize that i mean how i was feeling actually was for sure was coming right out i mean we were just doing sound check we weren't playing i would have probably perked up during the thing but it was he called it out he was like yeah Yeah. usually it's not like this but something must be wrong right (laughs) you know know? so it was like uh so yeah yeah being being mindful of that too being mindful of 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 what your you know what your body language is like when you're when you're playing with others right that's 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 the biggest thing i think the biggest point you're trying to to um uh, drive home, I guess, I, you know. I think that, that ties into just the very last one I want to add in here too, and that uh-huh. has to do with your attitude. Hello. Incorrect attitude. You know, like if you if you are feeling sick, that sucks. You know what I mean? But, you know, you still came and I'm sure you did your musical job, mm-hmm. you know, like to your utmost ability, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. When folks are feeling bad like that and then they bring that to the stage or bring that to the music, that bugs me. 
<laughs> not gonna lie not gonna lie yeah, if you're right. if you're clearly distracted by something else mm-hmm. or your your head is somewhere else but we're there to do a job and and you're not letting that go or it's getting in the way of the music that bugs me yeah so we're here talking about pet peeves that's all right anyways I mean, i'm glad bring the right attitude I'm, bring the right attitude to the stage i'm glad you <laughs> let this all out here today bob uh, you know i feel so much better all right thank you so, you know you don't have to take that run today you just let it all okay all out you're good you just you know you're sweating and all that already right now. i can see but anyway well, we'll see how the gig goes tonight you know we'll see we'll <laughs> uh, <laughs> ruin so much fun always. uh pet peeves yes pet peeves yeah man just just part one next week we'll do the same thing there we we'll go more there we go out. <laughs> All right, man. Well, always great to talk to you, Ruben. Yeah, brother. Excellent. All right. And thanks so much, everybody, for listening. Uh-huh. A lot of bass love. We'll talk to you real soon. Till next time. Peace. Peace.